This is a Sound Purchase, a podcast that does a deep dive to explore iconic recordings. This episode is a wrap-up of the worst year ever to exist in history. Take it away, lads. Oh, we're nearly done with this year, thank God. I know, 2020. What a bizarre year, right? I'll be honest, I mean, I've been going to work pretty much constantly the same as I would have done anyway, so... In that respect, it's not been too bad, but um, obviously in the social aspect of it, man, what a sh- what a shitter mm. it's been, eh? Wow, yeah, um, yeah. And then obviously a lot of people have probably had it a lot worse off than we have, so we're, we're obviously quite fortunate. We've you know kept our jobs, touch wood. Uh, also, touch wood, not been personally impacted by the coronavirus in in any way. So yeah, obviously for some people it's been a real devastating year. For us, it's been more, more the inconvenience and the weirdness with the social side of it. Yeah, it's nearly done. the The vaccines are being rolled out, so you know that. Hopefully, that will start to gain some traction next year. And next year, I still think it's going to be a weird one. Uh, that is my prediction for the year twenty twenty one. It's going to be a weird one. Gigs probably still won't happen. Those somehow sporting events are with crowds of up to four thousand people. Don't know how they worked that one out, but 2022, I'm predicting it'll all be all be good. Or the vaccine will cause us all to mutate into horrible I am legend monsters. One of the two. I mean, I personally would be alright if we all mutate into Will Smith, just saying. <laughs> I think a vast majority of the population nice. would probably be with me. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, I, I can think of worse things. Yeah. You know. Do I get his charisma as well? No. No. Well, I suppose you've turned into him, so yes. But the thing is, everyone else does, so that just becomes normal. So actually, if I keep this kind of monotonous character of myself, then actually I might stand out a bit more. Possibly. Possibly. Fair enough. Well, Jake, we're here. It's the end of the year. We're hoping to get this out before New Year's. We're talking about the year that is 2020. Yeah. A lot of things have happened. A lot of situations have changed this year. We're here to do a wrap-up, a round-up, or whatever you want up of the year that has been. We've got some awards mm-hmm. to give away, some special a sound purchase awards for album of the year, track of the year. That's each. So Jake will give away an award for album of the year and track of the year. I'll give away an award for the album of the year or the track of the year. But then we've also got special sound purchase mm-hmm. ones where we're going to talk about what tracks have impacted us from the ones that we've studied. And I think Jake's sitting pretty high on his ivory tower throne, knowing that my choices are what my choices are. I think he's quite smug with himself. I, I, I am, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good feeling. Yeah. But anyway, first I thought, Jake, I've I've come to a bit of an epiphany this week. I grew up. Mm. Not necessarily very Christmassy. I found it much more fun to be like the Grinch. I found it much more fun to be the Bahambug. I found it much more fun to just be fairly anti-Christmas. It's fair enough. Oh, especially this year. It's close to Christmas. It's it's Christmas is less than two weeks away. It should feel Christmasier. Uh, I don't know if it's just because I haven't seen the Coca-Cola advert yet. Maybe I need to go and watch that on YouTube or something. But it just maybe it's the fact that, you know, it's December and we're getting temperatures of like 14 degrees. You know, it's too warm. It's too dry. I haven't seen the the holidays are coming advert yet. 
work have actually been fairly restrained with their Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the you that's the big one. Yeah. I was um, I was reflecting, Jake. I was thinking as I as I ordered a brand new Santa hat for myself, bearing in mind keeping to brand here and I've I've ordered a jet black Santa hat. Of course. Of course. But I, I came across this epiphany and I thought for the sake of my children, I need to embrace festivities a lot more. Mm. I need to yeah. I need to embrace Christmas music. <laughs> Well, I had to shudder as I said it. <laughs> I was listening to a Christmas song the other day in class and I was looking around and all the kids knew the knew the words. They were mouthing. They're not allowed to sing at the moment in, in school because you expel too much oxygen oh, course, and fill it... up the room and blah, 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 blah. But they were mouthing the words and I was singing. I honestly don't know any of the lyrics apart from a partridge in a pear tree. Like I wouldn't be able to tell you yeah, the so other steps, right? Five gold rings. Obviously, you've got to go nuts and like five gold rings for something else. Three turtle does two speckled tens and a partridge in a pear tree. But you, you've got to go nuts for five gold rings. It's it's the law. It's mandatory. Yeah. Well, I so I came across it and I was thinking, I don't want I don't want my children to grow up. How can I think of it? Festively disabled, like I am. Right, that's so, fair enough, I guess. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm embracing it now. I'm embracing it. So I yeah. thought a good there, start there for some, us. There are some Christmas bangers as well. Oh, there um, are. I, I've I've avoided the really really obvious. So we're we're going to go through a few bits in a bit. Mm. That's that's what this is leading to. Yeah, you've just ruined I've, that I've whole avoided. Segue. I know. That's what I'm here <laughs> for, baby. I'm trying to get this moved along so I can go back to playing cyberpunk. All right. <laughs> Find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. David Prowse. Oh yeah, Green Cross Code man. Yeah, there are some bangers. I've tried to kind of not mention those bangers because they're kind of a bit obvious. I don't know if well, I've seen your list, and I think you've probably gone down the same route of Slade is too obvious, Wizard is too obvious, The Darkness is too obvious. Yeah, well, and it's also the fact of I can't stand hearing Slade anymore having lived in the uk for near on 10 years now near on a decade you know didn't really hear it all that much in new zealand it, it was around but it wasn't as bad as it is here and i just i can't mm. i can't do it but yeah i've i've also tried to avoid some of the bangers as you call them i did want to make reference though when we worked at costa there was costa christmas music Mm. the cd would come out and i absolutely dreaded those months because it was cd would come out and then keith would hide it yeah and uh man keith what a guy yeah what a guy yeah i just dreaded those because it was non-stop eight hours of christmas music with an occasional yeah. bit of i was made for loving you by kiss when when i say occasional <laughs> that was their main yeah. song for their ad promotion so it came on once in three songs, I think. There's a lot of Mariah Carey. There was a lot of songs I absolutely hate. Last night I saw Mummy Kissing Santa Claus. I hate that song. That's just a bad song. What was the other ones I had on there? Bad Christmas songs. They were all just bad Christmas songs. Well, Mariah Carey, The and Wham, a lot of George Michael. Basically, all of the ones that are just overdone. They need to be put on a bit of ice yeah. Yeah. For, a, for a bit of time and brought back out. 
I get it. I get the joke. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big fan of like the old Christmas songs, you know, the the real classics, the rocking around the Christmas tree. I like the kind of rock and roll Christmas songs. I've always been a fan of like there's the Tom Petty's Christmas all over again, Queen's Thank God It's Christmas, you know, those sorts of things. Oh, they're okay. It probably yeah. doesn't help that I've always seen Christmas music as a bit of a money grab in the sense of bands are rushing to get their Christmas song out so that they can capitalize on the money. I'm not sure if you've seen that uh, Robbie Williams has actually got an, another Chris, full like Christmas covers album. Out. I didn't see that, yeah. no. It's not very good. That pains me to say it because deep down I am a big fan of Robbie. I'm your Huckleberry. All right, all right, all right. Bam! Peanut butter and jam! Thought it was all about the Nicole Kidman kind of swing era, but I thought right. thought you'd get that all out of your system by then, but, you know, you haven't. You've let us all down, Robbie. You've let us down. Crucify him. I fart in your general direction. I've made a list. I've checked it twice. Yep. Shall we have a look hey. to see um, to see our Christmas song recommendations? Go for it. Let's do it. Okay. I just want to check with you first, Jake. Have you heard... Christmas time by the Smashing Pumpkins. Actually, I don't know if I have. Yes. Let me, let me just check That's that out right. on Spotify, right? The Smashing Pumpkins have released their own Christmas song. It's not even like they're in the late stages of their career trying to get money. This was done early, early. Ah, yes, it's the first thing that comes up when you type in Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> oh, wow, it's got like a proper Christmas start to it and everything. Yeah. If I search things up on oh, YouTube, can you hear them? Oh, it's proper... I thought it was going to go into full Smashing Pumpkins heavy, but it hasn't. But it doesn't sound like it's a fun dance-about kind of Christmas song. It's It's quite... It's one of those, you know, sit down, it's Christmas time, it's serious time, it's... About Jesus and the birth of our Savior, and there's to be no fun here. You know, it sounds like it's, it sounds like one of them from the the very brief snippet that I just heard of it. Yeah, but you know. Yeah. Yep. That is that is Billy Corgan in a nutshell, isn't it? Really. Which, which let's be fair, is probably more in keeping with the true spirit of Christmas rather than the old knees up. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Corporate um, yeah. <laughs> crap that it's become, I suppose. Absolutely. Oh, I say, having said that, as I said earlier, it's not Christmas until you've seen that Coca-Cola advert. I'm sorry, it just isn't. It just isn't. That that wasn't actually a big thing for me in New Zealand, so... Oh, it was over here. It's um, That is... The, and they've not changed that advert since... Well, I don't think since it was filmed, and that was probably the 80s or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. We, we had a Santa... Facade that went on the side of a building down to he'd mm. wink and move his finger basically and it would be like this right just li quite literally move his finger out back in out back in and wink at you kind of creepy I don't think he's up there anymore now shame okay my next pick then for awesome Santa songs Christmas songs is Jingle Bells by Brian Setzer Right. 
Where's the first place that you heard that song, Jake? Was it Costa? I feel like it was probably Costa. I don't think so. I was I was actually hun- I was hunting for a second second reference now. Uh, I I you know I don't actually know where the first place I would have heard that was. Cocaine. Oh, of course. Jingle all the way. Cocaine. The the world's best Christmas film. Second best. Oh, Die Hard. Yeah, second best. Well, oh, actually, Batman Returns is a Christmas film as well. Is it? And Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Jingle all the way. <laughs> oh my goodness! What a what an it's awesome such a film. Good film. Yeah. Okay, so Jingle Bells, Brian Setzer. I love the rock and roll version of it. I think it's really cool. They changed the sleigh in the lyrics to Chevrolet to keep it on brand. It's awesome. Yeah. Number three, my number three choice is Santa Claus is Back in Town. And this is none other than Kurt Russell as Santa singing... Santa Claus is back in town or the Christmas Chronicles on Netflix. They released a second one and it's really not anywhere near as good as the first one. The first one was <laughs> just magic in a bottle. I have to say they have um, Kurt Russell singing with little Steven and the I think I can't remember what his backing band is called. The soul disciples, I think, but it's, it's worth a watch just for that one scene, Jake. I think you'd like it. Kurt Russell basically doing his best Elvis impression. Very nice. Whilst dressed as Santa Claus. I'll check it out. I've not seen it. I've heard of Kurt Russell in his Santa Claus outfit, but I've not seen it. Well, I, I heard that um, the only reason he took that film is so that he would be able to talk about his grandson as whilst he's dressed up as Santa Claus, basically. So there's a couple of oh, moments in there where it's like, Who's this present for? And they go, well, that's for Bing Bellamy because obviously his grandson or his son-in-law was Matt Bellamy from Muse. So there's this kid called Bing Bellamy and he actually shows up at the end in in this little clip. So it's quite fun. It's quite fun to know that. And then there's a big, big reveal at the end about Mrs. Claus as well. Is it also Kurt Russell? (laughs) I've got two more. The next one is... Fruitcake by Fred Schneider. What you making? I know that one. Fred Schneider is the singer of the B-52s. Oh, I know who Fred Schneider is. I don't mean I don't know who the what, I don't know the song. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. For for those of you at home, Fred Schneider is the singer of the B-52s. And Fruitcake is a bit of a like side project for him. And, well, really, he he just lists the ingredients to a fruitcake in the most Fred Schneider way that you can imagine. Wunderbar. <laughs> okay. And the last one, I would be reminiscent. Oh, it, would be, it would be poor form of me not to mention Please Come Home for Christmas by The Eagles. <laughs> oh my god, that was loud. <laughs> Bells will be ringing the sad, sad news. Oh, what a Christmas to have the blues. 
came through France, like, Wunderbar. And it was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I need to replace the Eagles thing with you just doing that then. <laughs> That's going to be perfect. So, Jake, you've got some recommendations for Christmas listening. I'd just like to say, I think my eagle was more of a crow uh, than it was an eagle. Would it help if I said you look like Sandy Eagle from the Muppets when you did that? <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take Good. that. All right, mine mine is beautifully, beautifully short and sweet. My number one all-time favourite Christmas song is a song called Christmas is Awesome by a band called Ruben. They were trying to get it as a, to a Christmas number one back when the Christmas number ones were always X Factor. So that would have been like late 2000s, early 2010 sort of time. I think it was, that one, so it was like 2007. I'd check, but Spotify's just crashed on me. For anyone who doesn't know Ruben, they were Jamie Lennon's old band. It's just a really heavy, amazing Christmas song, which spits, uh, it speaks true facts, you know, about how you get your novelty sock and your Doctor Who DVD, which are, you know, any... Um, slightly geeky person growing up in the UK will have got one of those things for, uh, for Christmas at some point. Actually, I've had a, uh, a classic Who DVD for Christmas before. Wow. It was The Talons of Wang Chian. You know, watching back now, The Gift of Hindsight, that obviously they didn't have back when Tom Baker was Doctor Who. Massively racist episode. Episodes, I should say. It's like six or seven. It's a series. Massively racist, but very entertaining. Well, that's the main thing. You know, that's that's important. It doesn't matter if something's racist as long as you're entertained by it. <laughs> so Well, yeah. Okay. Point out, it's not it's not the racism that's entertaining. It's like that there's a bit where there's uh, massive rats, but there's clearly just a rat that they've zoomed really close in on. Right. And it's 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 a thing of beauty. But yes, uh, Christmas is awesome by Ruben, which if you've not heard Stefan, you should check out. I will have to check them out. I feel like I've heard them before. But I've probably, probably played not it to you before. Quite possibly. I've probably yeah, played yeah. it to you. I've got the... I did consider putting in the My Chemical Romance version of All I Want for Christmas is You on this list. But then I decided, uh, no. I haven't heard no. it. No. I could imagine he would sing the hell out of that song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he does. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a great thing. But the song itself is still too obvious. Yeah, I went through like a load of... Christmas song, like a list of alternative Christmas songs and ones that I recognised, I'd pick them up and put them on and I'd be like, oh no, this isn't very good. So like mm. the Blink-182 one, mm -hmm. I didn't really like the Blink-182 one. What I did like was Things I Want by Sum 41 and Tenacious D. Oh, oh, oh. So many Christmas letters. So many okay, I haven't heard that yeah. one. Yeah. But it's it's more some forty one doing their uh, as pain for pleasure. Oh, okay. So it's like a hair metal and with, and with Jack Black singing, obviously. Nice. So just basically listing all the things that Jack Black wants for Christmas, despite the fact that he's been a not nice man. It's simple. It's uh, it's fun, uh, and I love it. I did consider putting on the version of Merry Christmas Everybody, but the only lyrics are Are you hanging up your stocking on the wall? YouTube video. I recommend checking it out. It works so well. 
It, it just, it, it's, it's amazing. Like those lyrics, that, that one line of lyrics, you can make fit it across the entire song and it doesn't sound too out of place for most of it. It's amazing. It's a thing of beauty. That belongs in a museum. <laughs> it's not. Actually, no, I'm going to leave it on the list. I recommend it. It's a good chuckle. Nice. And, you know, gets you in the festive spirit and reminds you to hang your stocking on the wall. And finally, I've not picked a song. I've picked an album. Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass Christmas album has been a addition in my family going back easily about 15 years. You get up, you get the fire going, Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass, you might have a little nap. You know, you might fall asleep by the fire before you remember you've got presents to open. This was when I was a bit older, not when I was a little kid. When I was a little kid, it was straight to the presents. That was the most important thing. Oh, cool. Uh, when I was a bit older, like, yeah, I would get up, get the fire going, have like a cup of tea, a bit of breakfast, and probably then fall asleep by the fire with this album on. Like me, my old man, and my brother would all just like go back, go, you know, full belly, maybe a little breakfast port or something like that because it's Christmas. Nap by the fire, wake up, stoke the fire presents put the album on again she fell asleep beautiful <laughs> stuff uh, and they are just like christmas classics as well um i'd go through the track listing but um but i haven't got it up it's it's just good to have on the background as well so like, if you want to sit down and listen to it it's a good album to sit down and listen to but it's just nice christmas background noise as awesome. well and that's it that's my christmas albums like if, if you've listened to one thing from my suggestions it is going to be herb albert and the tijuana brass but if you listen to two Slade, except every line is, are you hanging up your stocking on the wall? Bam! Peanut butter and jam! So, well, should we move on to our year-end awards then, Jake? I suppose we best, hadn't we? We better let all the people in. Okay. No, actually, I think we should go to another room, Jake. We've got a lot of people here in the room with us, but uh, they're quite loud. Okay, so I guess I'll, I'll kick it off. I'm going to go for Album of the Year General. Then we'll hear your general Album of the Year. Then we'll go Album of the Year Sound Purchase, your Album yep. of the Year Sound Purchase. Then Track of the Year General, yep. Track of the Year a Sound Purchase. Yep. Okay. Okay. The nominees for Album of the Year... Stefan's album of the year, this is. Actually, all feature from New Zealand or Australia. They're all Antipodean. Ooh. Nominee number one is Friends of the Show, The Phoenix Foundation. With their 2020 release, Friendship. Really nice album, Jake. Really, really good. Everything that you'd expect from them. Crazy videos. Like a meditation song and some, you know, righteous kind of freak out feedbacky. All the good stuff. Nice. The next nominee is Special Edition Part One by, well, look at that, another friend of the show, Fat Freddy's Drop. Really nice album. Kind of one of those that you have to just listen to it, but awesome, awesome dub music. You have to listen to it, you get the hang of it, and it all just starts to kick into place. It's really nice. The third and final nominee for me 
is, and I need to make sure I read this right. Makarata Project by Midnight Oil. Jake is so sick of hearing me talk about Midnight Oil. He is so tired of it, as are you probably, listeners. I know that my wife is very tired of me talking about Midnight Oil. But what do you know? I mean, they're a great band. And like I've said many times before, I've had a bit of a religious experience with Midnight Oil recently. So, those are my three nominations. Let's get some, let's get some tense kind of music in here. Yep, it's just the game show music. I'm not paying for more. <laughs> I need some sort of sound sound clip of like an envelope being ripped open. And the nominee is, or and the winner is rather, the not the nominee. Is. And the winner is. We know who the nominees are. Yeah. Friendship by the Phoenix Foundation. We got to speak to some of them. They've signed my New Zealand flag for me. And little programming note for those of you. We have been in contact with them for them to come on the show at some point in 2021. Exciting times lay ahead, Jake. Very excited. Very nice. Yeah. So that was my album of the year, Friendship by the Phoenix Foundation. Okay. Nice. Looking back at the year, a lot of what I've been listening to isn't from this year. Uh, A lot of the stuff that I've listened to for the first time has been from decades past. Decades past. So if I but I thought that wasn't really in the spirit of things. I have listened to some new albums this year, but uh, my nominations are going to be more or less the albums I listened to from this year. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, Brainiac would be winning with an album from 1995. Okay. And I didn't feel that was in the spirit of, of it. Uh, we should do that Brainiac album, Hissing Prigs in the Static Couture. It's a good album. I'm trying to guess what 2020 albums you've listened to. The Flaming Lips. Oh, no. No, I haven't listened to it. Uh, uh, it came out. Like, like, loads of stuff has come out that I, like, looking at it, I would have been probably quite into. But at the time, I just didn't care about. Fair enough. <laughs> I, was just yeah, like, yeah. I just don't care about. Poppy. Poppy. Uh, Poppy's not on my list for general album of the year. Hint, hint. But it is one of, it, it is one of the albums from this year that I listened to. Yeah. So the nominations are Future Teenage Cave Artists by Deerhoof. I do enjoy a bit of Deerhoof, so when that came out, I was like, sweet, lovely, and was a very good album, so that was good. Uh, the new Abnormal from The Strokes. Like, they're back to making music that doesn't suck again. It was well worth you taking that time off, so good job, The Strokes. You know, it's probably still not as good as the first two albums, because I think those first two albums were amazing. I know a lot of people don't like the second album, but they're wrong. What about the third album? Say, look it up. Third album was all right, but it wasn't. And then after that, they got bad, just legit bad. Number, f- I've actually got four. One of them is not a serious entry, but I, I found out that it was an album, and I listened to it yesterday, and I couldn't not put it on my list. 
and it's this one. Danzig sings Elvis. One night with you. <laughs> nice. I mean, nice. You have chosen wise. Yeah, I mean, just going off the name alone, you have to put it on the list. If you've actually listened to it, you know it's a bad album. It's not very well done at all. <laughs> And it's like a load of it's a load of songs no one cares about, but I have to. It has to be included. It's the law. Uh, and my final actual answer: it is what it is. Thundercat. Have a sip of tea while we build some tension. You have to give me some some warning because I've got to switch through pages. I didn't set this up very well. And the winner is Thundercat. Purely by virtue of it being the album from this year that I've listened to the most this year, other than Poppy, but... That was podcast related, so I'm not going to include Poppy on this particular one. It was actually a pretty pretty tough decision between that and Deerhoof, just because I really say I'm a big Deerhoof fan, but um, I actually listened to them again yesterday, and I, I was just really vibing with Thundercat. I was just here like, yes, yes, Thundercat. So yeah, just just through pure vibes, uh, Thundercat wins cool. my album of the year which I know he'll be over the moon to hear about. I don't know if you know, but, you know, I'm a big influence on Thundercat. I'm kind of a big deal in, in the bass scene. Okay, my album of the year, a sound purchase related. So we've covered quite a few albums this year, roughly, well, I'd say roughly about 20 albums, I think. So the nominations are Neon Ballroom by Silverchair. We recorded our episode with Neon Ballroom with Daniel Hedger from Australia. He runs Too Much of Not Enough, a silver chair podcast, and we had a really awesome time chatting with him. We have we've had an awesome reaction to the Neon Ballroom episode. And I just gotta be honest, that music, I really regret putting it at number seven at the time. I should have put it higher in my top tens because <laughs> I did predict that it would grow on me, and it really has. The next album is Force Field by Tokyo Police Club. Again, we got to chat with Graham from Tokyo Police Club. That talk went on for hours and hours and hours, yet it was just thrilling. Absolutely amazing to speak to him, and he just does not run out of energy, that guy. The album itself, just incredible. Incredible. And then my third is The Mollusk by Ween.
and I have to admit this is one that I was totally won over by. When Jake told me to listen to this one, I'd done, I think we'd done Scott Walker by then, or was Scott Walker afterwards? Good question, let me just check. Scott Walker, no, Scott Walker was afterwards, so okay. we'd done Foo Fighters, obviously that was the first one, yeah. King Crimson, Amy Winehouse and Devo. Oh, okay, yeah, so the the Ween um, album was Jake one of Jake's first like solo suggestions. And I didn't know whether he was being serious or not. And I've known Jake a long time and he listens to some music that he finds a lot of joy in, but not many others do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair assessment. Was, was that a nice <laughs> backhand compliment there? I'd, I'd say so, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Okay. Uh, Jake <laughs> likes some sort of more off-the-wall sort of crazy music. That being said... I listened to the first track on the Ween album with my wife in the car and we turned it off pretty quick because I thought this was just another one of Jake's wacky, wacky suggestions. And then when I came back to actually study it, I was just blown away by it. I thought, this this is incredible. This is absolutely phenomenal. And yeah, what can I say? Ween, the bollisk, really, really impressed to it as well I, I i'd heard the album before but it's been a while yeah and I'd, I'd kind of similar with devo i'd forgotten a, a lot of how good it was <laughs> you know yeah. so i did sort of suggest it as a joke because i'd listened to ocean man again not long before doing that i was like oh yeah that, that was an album that was an all right album yeah we'll do that it's got yeah. some stuff on it <laughs> it turned out to be really fucking good yeah. <laughs> oh it was like yeah you know sometimes these things just work absolutely Absolutely. So I'll just quickly blast through my nominations. Yeah. Uh, Ween, The Mollusk, same, similar to Stefan. So same reasons, really. Matador, Gaz Coombs, which I think uh, at time of recording this hasn't gone out yet. That doesn't count. Definitely counts because it's one of the best albums we've done this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't <laughs> count because it's not actually coming out this year. I'm, I'm still saying it. It's on my list. Tough. And because Gaz Coombs seem like, seems like a stand-up guy, he's a good egg. I want to give him an award for being a good egg. You have chosen I mean, wisely. You know, maybe I'll send him a box of eggs. You know, you know, this is you, good egg. I thought it was sideburns on an egg. <laughs> give yep. it a little miniature ES-335. And, yeah. uh, Why not? Why not? There you go, boom. And then my second one my third one even are we not men we are devo once again i think if i picked devo or you did or we, we discussed that one i think we discussed the early one briefly yeah i think we discussed that one briefly mm. and and i think i'd just gotten back into devo in quite a big big way at the time but i hadn't listened to that album because i was into whatever girl you want was on mm. with it so yeah it was just once again just a nice surprise to see Oh, yeah, once again, it's not a joke album. It's a really good album with loads of really solid stuff on it. Okay. And the winner is... The Mollusk. Woo-hoo. 
both should have put this higher on our lists. I think I did put it quite high initially, but, you know, yeah. For both of us, it's fallen to, like, number seven, though. I know, I know. It's interesting that, uh, it's interesting that Faith No More is still number one for both of us, yet didn't Probably feature still in the either album. of us. <laughs> either <laughs> of our track of the year. Okay. Yeah, but the thing is, with Faith No More... I already knew and remembered that that was a phenomenal album and is probably one of my favourite albums. Yeah. Whereas with The Mollusk, I'd forgotten it was a really good album. Yeah, <laughs> so. oh, and it was a total surprise for me. Like, it was a it was a complete, like, happy, happy surprise. So, absolutely. Okay, mm. the next one is Track of the Year, just in general. And I've got three yep. nominations. One is... While We're Young by Huey Lewis and the News, they released their kind of final, I guess if you want to call it that, their final LP this year called Weather. Because it's like a take on sport, you know, Huey Lewis and the News. Now let's go to sports. Let's go to weather. Mm. It took me a long time yeah, to figure yeah. that out, and I'm a little it. bit ashamed of it. So While We're <laughs> Young, this is this was a massive feature in my classrooms whilst I was waiting for kids to pack up and so on because it's just such a nice gentle easy song and it gets really stuck in my head the second nomination is the hounds of love by friends of the show the phoenix foundation this was released on their friendship record really really awesome Everything that you want from the Phoenix Foundation, really, to be honest. They they just continue to deliver those guys. Maybe I've got rose-colored glasses on. Maybe I'm just that taken by them that they can't release a bad thing. But I, I don't know. I, I think they just work really, really hard to release continuously good music. And sadly, don't really get a lot of recognition for it. So, you know... Certainly not over here. No, I, I agree. They, they deserve to be certainly bigger than they are outside of New Zealand. Yeah. I You know, so where did we see them? We saw them at audio. Yeah. Right. They deserve to be bigger than playing audio, you know. Like this, for anyone who doesn't know, it's not called audio anymore, is it? Is it called something else now? Patterns, I think. I can't remember. Patterns, yeah. In, in, so it's this little basement club in Brighton. You get a fair few people in there, but they deserve to be playing like the Concord or somewhere like that. Well, I've got to admit, though, that when we saw them at Audio, that was the first time I'd been into Audio. We played a gig not long after in Audio. Remember that? We played the Metal Night in our hip-hop funk band. But my, my first ever gig in Brighton was at Audio, supporting Nine Black Alps. But this wasn't like at the height of their powers. This was the tail end of their career. Like they were trying to find someone to release an album and stuff like that. Right. But um, I remember being really hyped because we were big into Nine Black Alps, you know, their first album, especially. Yeah. It's not like a super cool venue or anything. Well, like you that. just you it's just ruined just... my story, Jake, because I was just about to say we saw the Phoenix Foundation, then we played there not long after, and it felt like a real accomplishment, even though we were playing it <laughs> like a again a metal evening. We were opening up for like screamo metal bands and we were very very gentle Not. diatonic hip-hop funk mm. but yeah yeah it just just for the pure fact that the phoenix foundation had played there it felt like a real accomplishment to be playing in the same place 
my third nomination is Gadigal Land by Midnight Oil. A real kind of powerhouse return to form. I mean, yeah, I really don't want to keep going on about Midnight Oil. Hopefully we'll do an episode on them soon. Hopefully. And the winner is... While We're Young by Huey Lewis and the News. Well, you know, Jake, I am a massive, massive fan of Huey Lewis. I just can't get it's enough true, of was I was on tour of New Zealand. Uh, my first kind of real in the back of a in the back of a van sort of tour and we were swapping iPods so basically we got to that point we'd, we'd run out of stuff to listen to on our iPods so you'd swap it with your mate and you'd listen through their iPod and they had the power of love on there and it was like my first time actually hearing it not as a part of the film just listening to the song itself and I just started up like this kind of funky scar band scar rock almost and Huey Lewis in the news, Power Love was like the exact sound that I wanted. I was taken by them from that point on, and I still am. I think it's absolutely tragic that he's developed this disease and he can't perform or sing or anything. He can barely hear anything now. That's really tragic for a career musician. But yeah, well done, guys. Very nice. Very nice. So I, I had the same problem with songs as I did, obviously, with albums. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't want to just pick songs from the albums that I'd listened to. I feel so like you're going to prove me I, right when I say that you listen to weird and wacky things. <laughs> well, so I, I've... Look, if I was doing it properly from the song that I've enjoyed the most that I've discovered this year, it's Cortez the Killer by Neil mm. Young. And that came out in, like, the 70s. Yep. <laughs> great song easily the best song i've listened to this year yeah. but it's not from this year it's from the 70s like 78 or something like yeah. that so i've gone to youtube i thought it was fitting for for this year where so much stuff has been online i've been like youtube's the way to go what songs i listen to from youtube so there's only two it's only two i sent them to you earlier did you listen to both of yes. them <laughs> could i before i so I'll, I'll get your opinion on them as we go. So, number my first nomination is "When Your Corona" by Elliot Speller Mason. He was in a sitcom called Uncle. He was like a child actor. Oh, okay. That's not how I found out about him. I found out about him through my brother-in-law. Joe works at the uh, local recording studio, Brighton Electric, and they do a lot of stuff with Bim there. And I think he's at BIM because Joe was like saying, Oh, there's this kid who came in, he was on the course, and he was just really odd. <laughs> it's like, it's like, he's like, he sounds like David Bowie when he talks. I was like, Okay, that's weird. And he showed me some of his stuff, like, This is amazing. I love it. It's so weird. And so, when you're Corona, how, how would you describe when you're Corona? It's, it's a song. I thought from the that, point of view of being coronavirus. Well, no, it's I, so I, weird. honestly, my interpretation was that it was one of you or one of Brendan's mates. I can see why you would have thought. You know, that. Um, just no, as in, like, I never just, I thought that it's, it's a local kind of homegrown thing. 
No, no. Well, you say he is in Brighton, and you can see that in some of his other videos. Right. But um, just he doesn't look like he should sound like he does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. I got that. It's so, yeah. it's so disconcerting and like disjointed, his, his face. Yeah. So he's just like some, you know, skinny white guy. Uh, and he's got like this really quite quite baritone voice. Yeah. And it's really weird. And it's quite a funny song, I think. I think it's quite well written, yeah. Uh, and then my second one, it, there's a COVID theme going on here. Judgment on COVID-19 by Andre Antunes. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Oh, this came up on a Reddit post a few weeks back, and I can't stop listening to it. It's <laughs> since then. It's like legitimately. So the, the concept behind it is there's a preacher, like his tele televangelist in America. I can't remember what his name is. He's, he's the guy um, that said he could blow the spirit of COVID out of you and started yeah, like literally guy. just blowing at the screen. Kenneth Copeland. Is that his name? Yeah, Kenneth Copeland. A weird guy. Very interesting sermon that he gives on giving judgment on COVID-19. And this guy's basically made a metal track behind it. And it, it is a thing of beauty. Yeah. It's and very impressive. It's like you, you don't realise just how uh, I guess how musical Kenneth Copeland is in his speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I say speaking in his sermon. Yeah, yeah. Because it's his cadence just naturally lends itself, and the way he delivers it to well to this metal really. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose I should announce the winner between oh. the toss up between these two. Hold on. Uh, because, as I say, I didn't want to give... I didn't want to use something from an album that I've listened to. I wanted it to be something different. Uh, and the winner is Judgment on COVID-19. Obviously, it is amazing. It's... Uh, just so technically impressive that he was able to write such a coherent piece of music. Yeah. And it, and it flows so beautifully from like one section to the, to the other, following his cadence of his speaking. It's like so impressive. Um, I mean, he's got quite a few videos like that. If you look at his YouTube channel, he's got a few videos where he does that sort of thing. And this is far and away probably the best one. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, like I, I just put this on when I'm doing the dishes and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like gets me hyped for doing this. It's like <laughs> it's so good. Okay. So, in fact, it was uploaded. It was uploaded two weeks ago, and it's had 1.4 million views. Now, to put that into perspective, the original Judgment is Executed on COVID-19 video from Kenneth Copeland was uploaded eight months ago, and has only got 2.2 million views. So, you know... Not bad. That's pretty good going. We need to reach out and see how we can get our views pumped up like that. Well, I think you've got to deliver an impassioned sermon. Right. Is that not um, what we do about, every episode, Jake? Yeah, but we're not absolute nutters. <laughs> Kenneth Copeland is insane. Nice of you say that about me, yeah. <laughs> it's like for all of our faults, we're not legitimately, genuinely insane right. in front of people giving these stupid-ass sermons yeah. about how we're going to deliver judgment on COVID-19 and put our foot on Satan's head, you know, and make him crawl on the ground. Right, well then... We've got. We've come to the last, last little segment. 
track of the year, a sound purchase. I have got Argentina, parts one, two, and three by Tokyo Police Club. I still love that song. Every time I hear it, it just fills me up with energy. Someday I'll Treat You Good by Sparkle Horse. That, has, that episode hasn't come out yet, has it? No. But, you know, unlike you, I'm going to allow it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Changes. And I can't remember who Changes is by. <laughs> changes by Charles Bradley. I feel unhappy. So, was that quite high up on our list? That was number two. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, because we listened to it. Like, right, let's put on the chili peppers. Oh, yeah, chili peppers yeah. win, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> and the winner is. By complete fluke, we haven't even released the episode yet. Someday I'll treat you good by Sparkle Horse. been a good year for things that i've recommended it has it has and Somehow. it's not like i i set up this whole episode for a bit of an ego boost but yeah you you haven't delivered on that ego boost so far jake <laughs> unfortunately i'm not going to my nominations there's no way i couldn't include it on the list it's it's got its own you know it's, it's become part of the podcast White limo and white limo syndrome is a thing. Stop talking. Okay, there we go. Yeah, it's got its own little sting and everything. And it's just a great song. You know, it's, it's great. I love it. And I say, I've still got it on repeat somewhere, just <laughs> stuck in the loop. Second nomination, Plastic Palace People by Scott Walker. Just because I've always really enjoyed Plastic Palace People by Scott Walker. It's another one that I just sing while doing dishes. Uh, I don't even put it on. I'll just kind of sit there. You just bust into a crew. Dishes, and I'll just be like, Plastic Palace people. Who <laughs> do with fields of clay and granite grey. You know, I just love just doing it. Just belting it out. Love it. And my third one is Bite Your Own Teeth, which was my favourite song from I Disagree. And the winner is White Limo because it's it's just the best song ever in the world. It's the best song penned by mm, man. Nay, by God. With easily the second yeah. or third best music video. Did you just call Dave Grohl a man? He's no ordinary man. <laughs> I need to check mm. out his, uh, his uh, pretty good. Hanukkah sessions. Yeah, I've, I've. Well, I didn't know he'd done Hotline. Oh, hotline it's Bling, Hotline so Bling with all the dancing as well. This has been our 2020 roundup, wrap up, seven up, whatever up. 
We wanted to take a moment to thank our sponsors. 1897, cool, refreshing beer from Audi, legally distinct from Cronenberg's 1664. Thank you so much for making this happen, for fueling us as we do these podcasts. It's really made a, a massive impact on my life in particular. You know, being able to get an affordable beer in Brighton is it's just a wonderful thing, you know, or any major city. It's the same, you know, anywhere you go, whether or not you're in, in London or Manchester. Well, probably not in Manchester, but it's probably cheap up north, isn't it? Any major tourist hub or, or city in the south, you know, you're looking at, you know, if you want to buy uh, some beers, you're probably looking at like six, seven pounds for a four pack. You know, go to Audi, get my Cronenberg, not my Cronenberg, my legally distinct from Cronenberg 1664, Audi's 1897, with its cool, refreshing taste, you know, for what, what I think is about three pounds for four of them is, is a beautiful thing. So thank you, Audi. Thank you, 1897. We salute you. Quick disclaimer, we're not actually sponsored by Audi or 1897. I'm not even going to be able to top that. Common side effects can include, but are not limited to. <laughs> I just need a massive list of uh, medical issues that can uh, result from alcoholism or something like that, don't yeah, I? exactly. <laughs> Liver failure, loss of balance. Erectile dysfunction. <laughs> well, I guess the last people... To thank then really uh, our friends of the show. We love to hear your feedback. We love you guys. You guys keep us going. You you are the ones that fuel us up. Forget Jake's 1897 beer or whatever it is. Don't forget the cool, refreshing taste of 1897, legally distinct from Cronenberg 1664. It is a beautiful drink. It is you guys, the friends of the show, that keep us going. It's you guys that give us comments, give us suggestions, point our show in the direction that it's going. Remember, you can sign up to become a friend of the show at www.asoundpurchase.com. Once you sign up, you get into the section where you are going to get exclusive blog posts from Jake and myself, exclusive merchandise options, exclusive interviews. We've got some awesome interviews coming up. You're not going to want to miss it. It costs you nothing. Sign up today. If you want to see me singing Plastic Palace People while doing the dishes, that's the kind of content that you can get through uh, signing up. Don't threaten it. Don't threaten it because it's going to have to happen now. (laughs) What a beautiful idea. If you want to make suggestions for episodes, if you want to tell us your thoughts, your feelings, if you want to be featured in our game show segment and win some cool merch like the numerous people have this year, from all across the world sign up to become a friend of the show that's a photos not a potus friend of the show and that just about does it for this episode thanks everyone for listening and thanks to me for editing this podcast this has been our 2020 wrap up and i hope you enjoyed every minute of it because it took me about four days to put it together Sign up to become a friend of the show at soundpurchase.com or follow us on social media at soundpurchasepod or soundpurchasepodcast or a soundpurchasepodcast. You'll find it. Goodbye.